Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Round Table with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Round Table with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. Well, I love it. I love, you know, obviously we lost the game. I know people will want us to be down because we lost, but at the end of the day, I saw five guys on the court, whichever five, fighting with everything they had to win a game. We didn't shoot it well from three. I think we were two for 20. Don't care. Oh, it's the Roundtable here on ESPN 680, 105.7, 93.9 The Ville. They're the flagship station for the Cards. They're back in action Saturday at 8 p.m. as they host Florida State. Our Alex White Network coverage begins at 6.30 p.m. After the broadcast, tune in to the Coors Light postgame show. I believe that's going to be a Taylor Lynch uh, show. Yeah, they alternate. That's, okay, yeah, yeah they, they, so they, they, they yeah. alternate, and I believe Ethan had the late one. Oh, that was so late. That I was, was like, I listened to the podcast, and but I, I was like, yeah, because people were saying, "Good morning, Ethan." I was like, "Oh boy," I think it yeah. started about twelve eleven or <sighs> so. My man had some coffee. Those are war crimes, man. <laughs> late night to watch that product to talk about going two for twenty, and, and then go to school the next fight. morning, yeah, mold the young crimes. minds of Oldham County. Yeah, exactly. Maybe Governor Bashir comes and sits down on a class or something. Looking great, my it, man. Look, Ethan Moore moving and shaking i like it i'm here i'm here for the come up for ethan moore as the kids with say king andy with king andy king king bashir he wouldn't let me go to my favorite restaurant and it's chilies all right let's go ahead and start it off it's the blitz i want my baby back ribs ty spalding welcome into the show uh cardinalsports.com everything cardinals there i mean ty spalding we'll get to basketball in a minute but my goodness looks like your uh your guy uh jeff brahm is in miami uh moving and shaking right I had to watch that Alan Cutler video um, after <laughs> Phil mentioned it, and man, that is that is the good stuff right there. That is a must-watch video. That is capital J Cameron Drummond journalism right there. Uh, well, well done, Alan Cutler. They should because hang that in the Louvre, as they say. It was. A, I, I'll never forget when I was at home. I, I, I believe. Yeah, I was still in. Uh, I was still in college. I was right out of college when that happened. And I just remember I was like, I'll never forget where I was. I was standing in my parents' living room. I was over there for some reason, and I'm watching Alan Cutler chase Billy Gillespie uh, down the street into the craft center and through the hallways. <laughs> like, this is amazing. Uh, so I'm glad you got to relive that, Ty Spalding. Well, I mean, like I said before, man, Jeff Brown, so what's going on in Miami? I, I just, I've been following your Twitter profile, and it's all these Miami dudes with four stars and five stars by their name. Uh, what what exactly is Jeff? Did you say there's an Uncle Luke connection here? Got a little little Uncle Luke from uh, uh, Two Live Crew. What's going on here? Yeah, I mean, you've had Jeff and four to five assistants uh, in the state of Florida throughout this week. Um, checking in at some of the big high schools from Tampa all the way down to Miami. Obviously, they have some connections to South Florida. Um, John Hova is a staffer that has plenty of connections down there, but um, I know Jeff and Uncle Luke are also uh, friends, and they had dinner um, last last year. They had dinner together, so dinner. um, Our return trip was in the works uh, this time around as well. Um, So yeah, I think you know I think Louisville will continue to be portal heavy, but uh, if there's if they feel like that they have um and in with with some high level high school kids i think they're going to put in the work and, and the time and the effort to to, to make a real uh, go at the high school route uh, additionally 
But like I said, I still expect him to be mainly portal heavy on the for the foreseeable future. Um, but with that being said, I think they're going to take their swings at the high school level as well. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, man. Just, I just saw, I saw that. I saw Uncle Luke. I saw all the stars. I'm like, man, is this, is this the you? Like, what, what's going on here? I tried to have a two live crew pun right there. I can't list any of those those puns from the titles of their songs. No, no, they're all they had. I, I, I remember Throw the D, maybe. What's it called? Throw the D or throw, pop that C. Throw the D, pop that C. Uh, they did have. A, <laughs> they did have. They had a song where they had like nursery rhymes and they made them like dirty nursery rhymes. Oh, what? Little Miss Muffet and you know, hey, Rich Stubel, real quick though, uh, you know, on the on the the football recruiting stuff, you yeah. know, I think it's just a testament to you know this staff. You know, they want the fans to know that that they're working, they're they're working around the clock uh, to make this program better. Uh, they're putting their nose down, whether it's January, whether it's um, August. You know, they're. They're putting the work in, and, and they want fans to feel um, like they, they know what's going on and they can feel good about um, the effort that's being put forth. So um, that's just, you know, something small, you know, on the football side that I think really um, bodes well and benefits the program in the long run. So I think that's an important point to make when, when talking about um, recruiting news in January. Yeah, no, I... No, I'm with you, Ty. That's I mean, it, it perked my interest uh, for sure. And and you don't you don't get a lot of. I mean, you get recruiting in, in in January and all that stuff. But I mean, it's just it was it was kind of, it wasn't jarring. But I was like, oh man, wow, Jeff Rob's out there putting in some work for sure uh, on the on the basketball side of things. Uh, Ty and look, they had the quick before I ask you some coaching questions. Now they went through their quote buzzsaw portion of the schedule. Now you get to some softer uh, teams. They have Florida State coming in Saturday night. Uh, that's on the ACC Network. If you're not at the Yum Center, then at Syracuse, Georgia Tech, back in the Yum, at Boston College, at Pitt versus Notre Dame. I mean, if, if Kenny Payne wants to put any more wins together, uh, this is the stretch for him to do it. So if, if I listed those, Ty, one, two, three, four, five, six games there. Um, if I were to say over under two and a half, what are you taking in the win column here? I would say under. I mean, I know I came on last week and said this ACC down, and it is. But um, when you when you're comparing to Louisville, I mean Florida State's a team that um, has played their best basketball in conference play. Um, they've played toe to toe with North Carolina several times. Mm-hmm. Um, at Syracuse, that's another team that has a first year head coach that's also played its best basketball in league play. Um, they're they're fourteen and six, I believe. Um, so I think the next two games, I think they'll be underdogs in both of those games. Um, and then the the game after that is Georgia Tech at home. Yes. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you got. Yeah. That, got, uh, that's yeah. A team and mm-hmm. look, that's a team under another first year head coach, David Sotomayor. They've they've rattled off wins against Duke, North Carolina. Yeah. Um, so like. You know, I don't think Louisville's going to have a gimme win um, by any means because even even the teams at the bottom of the league, like your Notre Dame's, your Georgia Techs, you know, they have first year coaches that that are trying to build something. So their their teams are I don't expect them to lay over. So very point over. So um, so yeah, I, I don't. I mean, yeah, the schedule gets easier from here, but um, I don't think anything is going to be handed to them, and I don't expect. You know, like I said, any of these teams to, to lay an egg uh, by any stretch. So um, I would probably take the under there. Ty Spalding with us, CardinalSports.com. Check everything out there that he has. He's got message boards. He's got football recruiting. He's got basketball news. Everything you need there, CardinalSports.com. All right, Ty Spalding. I mean, the, 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 the biggest news when it comes to basketball, it's not really news, but the biggest discussion, rather, is is the coaching search. I think that, that Louisville fans have moved on from the anger and the uh, frustration with the Kenny Payne era. They know what this is. I think you all have, for the most part, Ty, gotten all that out of your system. Now, 
now the conversation is completely turned over to, okay, who's the next guy? We have six weeks left of this. Let's just get through it. But while we're getting through it, we're talking coaches. Now, uh, obviously, on these airwaves and on Twitter and, and message boards, I mean, you've seen all of this, Ty. Uh, Chris Beard is about as divisive as a name as there is. Um, my, my take has been this, and I, don't, I want your thoughts on it. Um, I think he's a phenomenal basketball coach. What he's doing at Ole Miss, uh, where he has them, again, another first-year coach. I mean, he's not his first-year coaching, but it's his first year there, and they're a bottom-feeder uh, SEC basketball team. They always have been. You'll have your Marshall Hendersons every once in a while, but for the most part, they've always stunk. Um, done a phenomenal job there, and, and the fans really seem to have embraced him. Um, but the, the way I look at it, Ty, is, is the fan base is already split and the guy hasn't even been interviewed. So my my thought process on Beard, and we'll talk about some other guys, but I want your thoughts on this. My thought process on Beard is like, you know, why invite more division? The fan base is already divided enough. Aren't we tired of this? Don't we want somebody that unites the fan base and brings everybody together? Because there's been so much division under Kenny Payne. Um, your thoughts on, on, on that, and what do you think of Beard as, as a prospect and as a hire, maybe? Would Josh Hurd do that? And here's the thing. I mean, you know, winning is what's going to bring this fan base together. I mean, Kenny Payne went the, the healing route, and that didn't do much of a unification. Um, but if you look at any Twitter poll that's out there, I know my dad put out one, and Blanket Baker did as well. Chris Beard's running in first by a good margin. He is. Just about every Twitter poll out there. But when it comes to Chris Beard, I think you have to ask yourself this. You know, a lot of people out there are, you know, you know, the trust Josh Hurd folks and, you know, they're, they're big Josh Hurd people. You got to ask yourself if Josh does his due diligence, if he hires a private investigator, if he talks to people um, in Austin, Texas that were around the program, if he talks to people down in Ole Miss, if he does, if you trust your AD and he does the background and the legwork and thinks that Chris Beard, um, with the situation and the changes he's made in his life, if, if your AD is good with it, then you as a fan should be good with it. So, you know, I, that's kind of how I look at it. I think if, if, if you're a fan, you just have to hope that your AD um, does everything he can to, to look into what happened, to um, see if, you know, there's been some changes made, see if there's... Um, been anything um, since then that that may um, spark you know something happening again? So I think it really the the simplest answer for me is if, if Josh Hurd gives it the okay and his uh, research gives it the okay, then then I will give it the okay. And if it, if he says, look, I did the you know, I looked into it, we're not going to touch him. I, I will I would be good with that too. So that's just kind of how I look at it. Ty Spaulding, uh, uh, Trilly Donovan, uh, he puts out these cryptic uh, pictures of the band you just mentioned, Chris Beard, Eric Musselman, Mick Cronin was on there, and then his uh, face gets blacked out, and then Jerome Tang on that. Is that just specifically for Louisville fans for something then, for them to monitor? Ty, he, he said that this is the biggest job opening in the offseason, or is this just these guys will be on the move next season? No, that's, that's in regard to Louisville, but I think Eric Crawford put out a tweet earlier in the week that, that really caught my eye, and it, it makes a lot of sense when you think about it. You know, if you're a candidate that, that really wants this job, do you want this much smoke out there in completely January? Agree. Yeah, completely agree. Great point. And, and Eric said, you know, and, and we know Eric's been, you know, one of the, the few media members to talk to Josh um, on record mm-hmm. um, throughout this basketball season. And Eric, you know, hinted and teased at, at basically that, you know, he he believes that there are some candidates that are keeping their names quiet on purpose. So, you know, the Muscleman stuff, like, it almost seems too loud for it to be, for it mm. to happen. Like, it's, you know, I, you know, there's, I mean, everybody you talk to says that Muscleman wants out. Louisville's a likely landing spot, but it just feels like it's it's really really loud, um, and it's January with the job not even open. I, I just think there's some credence with what Eric said about hmm. you know if you're a serious candidate, 
um, lay low a little bit and just kind of wait, you know, wait for things to settle. Um, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not totally ruling out that there's uh, two or three candidates that we haven't mentioned that that could be getting serious looks here well it's funny and we had eric crawford yesterday on the v show and he doesn't want he doesn't feel comfortable mentioning those names while kenny payne's still there and i respect that but we just talked about liam cohen uh and how you just keep putting your name out there and the, the unhappiness but just to also keep your name relevant but to follow that up what names under the radar do you think i, I was just looking at top 25 teams like what names are we not hearing that you think could be in the mix for this see that you know that's the that's what I don't know. Like Dusty May, like he, he's not been, he's obviously been mentioned, but he's not, his name's not coming up as much as Muscle and Tang and uh, Beard. Um, so that's, that's a name that I wouldn't rule out. Um, but like, you know, I look at, I look at Florida and Todd Golden and Florida is, yeah. is a great basketball program. And they hired a mid-major, um, mid-major coach. Like why, why is Louisville, above that like to me if there's not if there's not you know a slam dunk out there you know why not go find the best mid-major coach like the dude at texas tech Grant mccaston he came over from north texas again from the mid-major level and he has texas tech you know first in the big 12 so you know i just don't know you know if you're gonna have to you know i don't know that it's worth paying a six million dollar buyout for jerome tang when you can go get Dusty May for for one million, sure. You know? um, and I think Florida, like I mentioned, I mean, that's a great example. I mean, you could argue, you know, who's the better job? But but Florida's had plenty of success. They obviously have plenty of resources, and and their last coaching hire was a guy from the mid major rank. So uh, I'm just going to go into this with an open mind. Uh, I'm not going to hone in and say if they don't get you know A, B, and C, then I'm going to be disappointed. I, I just think the open mind approach here is, is the way to go and, um, and and we shall see what transpires alright Ty Spalding appreciate the time my friend we'll talk to you next week and uh, I got Cam Grumman on next we had an interesting text thread today the three of us so interesting to see what Cam has to say have a good day buddy all right, you all. all right, there we go. Ty Spalding, we bring in Cam Drummond for the Lexington Herald Leader. Cam, how you doing? I know you're burning the midnight oil last night, uh, just typing away about Kentucky flubbing a surefire win at Rupp Arena uh, and just letting everybody down. And now John Calipari once again cannot coach. So there, that's where we are today, to, uh, Cam. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've been dragging a bit today. I don't know what it was about that game. Maybe it was the OT nature of it. Maybe it was the fact that that game should have been over about 30 minutes earlier and had yeah. a different outcome. But it, it's been kind of a kind of a slog a bit today. But thankfully, I, I had that high-powered text conversation you alluded to with yourself <laughs> and Ty to uh, power me through the morning. I want to take this moment to publicly apologize to whatever FBI agent had to review those texts today. <laughs> It's interesting, Phil, because now I'm in two text threads with Cam. I'm in the, oh. the terrorist. Uh, I heard him and Jack Grossman. And just oh, the, boy. Uh, I've heard the, the smut that's sent in there. <laughs> they, they go at each other, and it's not like the, like they're friends, but they're not friendly. It's, it's, it's very odd. You and need the, those friends, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely, to check you. Yeah, absolutely, they, they check each other. Jack's like, Cam's not good at battling, and, and Cam's like, you, you root for a bum IU program that's been relevant <laughs> since that's, Bobby Knight. Yeah, is fantastic. That's basically how it goes. Yeah, that's, that's basically how it goes in every single text conversation I'm in with Jack Rosen is Jack says, you know, something about me not being able to battle. Because I will say yeah. this, battling, and especially battling on the level that Jack Grossman can battle, that takes a lot of energy. I mean, he's up at the level of corporate or sergeant or something. Yeah, he is. I'm just a private, so usually I just call him a bum a bunch of times, <laughs> and that will eventually carry him off to the hills. He did He did say this one. You, you like this one. Cam, you'll remember this one. He said, you need to go somewhere and and check out the new the newest high school recruit that Chin, Chin Coleman's sniffing at. After. It was something along those lines with Jackson to Cam. All right, Cam, so about the game last night. I mean, yeah. Kentucky at the end of the first half, well, not the end, but before that, they were looking to blow the doors off of Florida. I mean, it was it was double digits. Well, Kentucky was getting anything they wanted. You got on you, so it was a beast in the middle, and Kentucky looked like they were going to run away at the game, and that's the game I expected them to have. I was like, okay, Kentucky will get up off the mat after, you know, losing to South Carolina. Carolina, 
having a whatever performance, but winning at Arkansas. And then they'll beat the doors off Florida, get right for Tennessee, and let's go Saturday. And then the wheels fell off. They ended the half badly. They started the second half poorly. And they just they just were never able to get Florida out of their way. And then we saw how it ended. So, so Cam, how exactly did it fall off for Kentucky at the end of the first half and bleed into the second half? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, what you're alluding to is I think Kentucky built a 10-point lead. I want to say it was 39-29 at some point there toward the end yes. of the first half. And, and as you mentioned, you know, didn't really execute over the final couple minutes in the first half. And really, that's really when you kind of saw what Florida was able to do by getting to the foul line and getting the free throw advantage that they built. That's when it really came to the surface because – Florida only made two shots from the field over the final, I think, 707 or 727 of the first half. I remember you tweeting that out last night, yeah. Yeah, yet they only, you know, went down to half four or six or whatever the margin was. And you definitely got the feeling as well watching the game that it felt like Kentucky should have been up more points. And it felt like Florida was kind of lingering around. And obviously that builds to... You know, over the course of 45 minutes, Florida ended up making, I think they, they were a plus seven at the free throw line compared to Kentucky. But that was really as far away as Kentucky was able to pull. In the early second half, Florida had that little flurry, and it was just a, kind of a back-and-forth game from then on out. But with all that being said, this is still a game that under no circumstances Kentucky should have lost. I mean, right. Obviously, you understand that the Cats were shorthanded. Um, obviously, not having D.J. Wagner, you know, whatever you think about Justin Edwards, he hadn't started 18 of the 19 games this season, uh, you know, ahead of Arkansas on Saturday. Um, but the fact that Kentucky was in the position they were with 15 seconds left, that they were still up three, you know, only needing to get a stop, that for all the good that Reed Shepard did playing every second and, and having a really good all-around performance, he makes that critical mistake, you know, sagging off Walter Clinton yeah. Jr. for mental reasons, or, you know, mentally fatigued reasons, physically fatigued reasons, whatever. I mean, this is absolutely a game that Kentucky, you know, let get away. I know everyone's kind of pointing to the stats as well, just about Kentucky now has, I think, uh, maybe like 10 or a dozen unranked losses, uh, losses to unranked teams at Rupp Arena over the last five years. I think it's a dozen, to, yeah. Oh, yeah, o- only a handful, I think, in the first 10 years of Calipari's tenure or, you know, that early stretch. So, in just that coupled with some of the other losses they've had this season, too, you can maybe excuse a road clunker or two like South Carolina happened. You can maybe excuse a road, you know, OT loss like what happened at A&M. But between this and, and Wilmington and, and even some of the, the lackluster offerings they've had, you know, kind of falling apart again a bit towards the end of the second half against Georgia and having to really struggle against Arkansas. There just doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of faith or confidence in this team at the moment, which it's quite a surprise if you think back to the highs of the Miami game and the North Carolina game from last year. Yeah, no, it's 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 very odd the way that 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 the home court advantage for Kentucky has has diminished. Um, I, I do expect, Kane. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong here. I do expect Saturday's crowd to be very good, very lively. You've got a top five ranked Tennessee team coming in. That's a, that's a rivalry anyway. And Kentucky now they lost to Florida. They need this game. I mean, they're 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 two and three in quad one games right now. Uh, they they need this another another quad one opportunity. They're they're going to have three more after Florida. They'll still have Auburn. They'll have Alabama. They'll have Tennessee see again but i feel like after the disappointment on uh uh, on wednesday night they really need this game on saturday and rough arena's crowd will respond certainly yeah i mean that's the thing too is you know i'm not willing to completely write kentucky off from being in contention for an sec regular season championship or even finishing second or third in the conference but it's getting late kind of early when you look at you know what alabama's got rolling yet yes Auburn, Tennessee's happening. This is like South a Carolina. massive game. Yeah, South Carolina, goodness. So yeah. This is a massive game for both Tennessee and Kentucky when you think about the hopes that they have in the SEC regular season. And even projecting forward into March Madness, Kentucky's resume is probably a bit lighter than you know most people either notice or, or would like it to be at this time of year. I mean, yes, you have the North Carolina win. You know, you played well against Kansas, but that Miami win certainly didn't pan out as well as you'd like. Uh, you have the Florida road win, but you're going to get a lot of opportunities, a lot of quad one opportunities, as you alluded to here over the next couple of weeks. And, you know, for whatever reason, over the last couple of years, even some of the, the, the more disappointing Kentucky teams have had Tennessee's number, you know, whether that's in Lexington or in Knoxville. And so when you think about, you know, I guess there's 11 regular season games left before the tournament comes up. Yeah. Kentucky probably needs two or three more marquee wins to, to make sure that they're locking up a top three, top four seeds in the NCAA tournament. And you got to, you know, think about 
that this coming Saturday is going to be perhaps the best opportunity to get that, given what the crowd will be like, um, and just given the fact that you know Kentucky will have a couple of days to do over this and should come in, hopefully, you'd think, with the, the right mentality to uh, make amends for what happened last night. Last one for you. Well, actually, two more for you. Uh, this sure. one, and then I'm going to ask you about the game itself on Saturday. Uh, any word on DJ Wagner and Justin Edwards? I mean, that was something that – you know, they, they, they seemed fine uh, in the game at Arkansas on Saturday. Do you know if it was something that happened at practice or what's going on? How long would they be out? Uh, both in street clothes before the before the tip. And, you know, both on the bench, both looked like they were fine. There were a couple of times they showed them, you know, laughing and kind of talking. When things were going good for Kentucky, obviously they were smiling and having a good time. But uh, any update on those two? I mean, to me, to me, Cam, you know, they're 0-2 with DJ Wagner on the bench, both home mm-hmm. losses. I think – he's not a lockdown defender i think that he brings more to the table defensively than people give him credit for but any update or timeline on either one of those guys for saturday right certainly and with wagner as well i mean yes this has not been a good kentucky team defensively and yes there are certainly plenty of issues for all players you know guards forward centers whomever and especially the guards with you know perimeter defense and getting blown by but dj wagner is at least a player who is willing to to take on that challenge he's an active defender a willing defender uh, you mentioned, you know, he was out with the ankle injury yesterday. Of course, people will remember that Kentucky lost to Wilmington back yeah. in December when Wagner also had an ankle injury. Exactly. Uh, he, seemed, he seemed to be moving okay. You know, I think that has a better chance of resolving itself, honestly, than the Edwards in, in injury. For, for people who don't remember, Edwards injured himself in practice last Friday. That was the, at least the official reason given for why he didn't start against Arkansas, why Aduciero took its place. But Edwards was moving a lot worse than Wagner yesterday. I noticed even in the pregame shoot-around when, when Edwards was walking around or scurrying off the court, you could tell there was a pretty significant limp there. So I think I'd be a little bit more surprised if Edwards was able to go on Saturday compared to Wagner. But, but to your point as well, whether it's just him being a willing defender or him clearly being a connective piece for Kentucky on offense, it's clear that you know Kentucky players, Kentucky's offense, Everyone feels a bit more comfortable, flows a bit better when Wagner's on the court organizing things. Yeah. Even if he's not always exploding for 25 and 8 or 25 and 10, he brings just, you know, kind of that floor general organization to Kentucky. And so if he's not able to go on Saturday, that would obviously significantly diminish their chances in yeah. my mind of, of pulling off what would be a home upset win. Yeah, Reed and Rob get all the love, but I, I think people undervalue what DJ Wagner brings his team. Last one, what do you think happens on Saturday uh, with Tennessee coming into town? I mean, they're, they're, they just took a loss at home to South Carolina as well, but we all know what Dalton Connect to do. And, and if, if Rick Barnes, you know, he gets, he gets an offense to go along with that always great defense, it's going to be a tough road to hold for the Cats. Yeah, I mean, I guess my professional advice would be take the over on Dalton Connect points. <laughs> no kidding. Whatever the number comes out <laughs> is. Um, I mean, I, I think the most interesting thing for me on Saturday is to see what happens with this UK front court. And this, like, you can attack this from a billion different angles. The first is that Ogana Nienso has been unreal over the last two games. You know, last night... I was 13 points, 16 rebounds, eight blocks, just insane from him. Good development given the fact that he was away from basketball activities for, for so much in the offseason and the early part of the season. But he's logged some heavy minutes, you know, 30-plus minutes against Arkansas, 30-plus minutes again last night in his first collegiate start. Obviously, the, the immediate return from that has been good, but mm-hmm. is that something that's sustainable over the course of a three, four, five-game sample? And how much, you know, perhaps of a negative effect will him logging this many minutes have? have when you're trying to get him to be physical in late February and early March. And the other side of that is how does Calipari and Kentucky utilize the other two bigs? I mean, the whole point of having the three seven-footers and the three frontcourt players all healthy was that you can have a rotation, you yeah. can shift different guys, you can make different pairings. But we really haven't seen that so far because Aaron Bradshaw has seemingly kind of hit a bit of a, a freshman wall. He's starting to you know, maybe struggle a little bit. And before it was foul trouble last night, it was just generally not being effective enough, even though I know Cal said post-game that he wished he put Bradshaw in for Mitchell a bit more. And then Big Z clearly isn't quite there defensively, and as much fun as, I guess, that Georgia game was a couple Saturdays ago, it's clear that, you know, Kentucky needs to see a bit more from him positioning, development, blocking out, avoiding getting sealed. So as great as it is having that front court depth, <laughs> right. those players are combining to play 14 minutes, you don't really have a ton of depth, and, you know, Tennessee is going to be another team that you probably are going to have to work in a couple more guys into that rotation, so... 
for a team that's very deep, Kentucky has not really shown that depth in an odd way the last couple of games. And I think Saturday will, will yield a lot of interesting results into what Cal Perry is going to try and do front court pairing wise and also just generally how many players this Kentucky team can rely upon in a big time matchup. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff, Cam. Uh, always appreciate the time. I'm sure we'll be texting throughout the weekend. And uh, enjoy uh, your next two days. And uh, enjoy Rough Arena on Saturday, Cam. Thanks. All right, sounds good. Yeah, I'll put on my uh, my hard hat and military fatigues and prepare to go into <laughs> battle with you and Grossman here over the next couple of days. All right, man. Appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Good blitz today, Phil. Did you like that? I, I did. I was going to ask Cam this. And I, if you, what, what could he say? So apparently on the post-game show comments, I'm assuming with Tom Leach, uh, John Calipari, I was listening to the fine yeah. Mike Gandolfo and Jason Ince and yes. Zach E.C. on post-game. Uh, but apparently Gaggle. John Calipari asked for uh, prayers for his dog. Palmer. Did you see this? I I, I did. I, I heard it. Okay, so is yes. his dog sick or is it that I don't know. I it was, it was one of those things where there were there were some message board. Uh, oh yeah, material out there. Sh- Shadow Man Four on Rub Rafters <laughs> and Cats Illustrated. Oh uh, yes, how which I have Cal- access to. Of course you do. Rups, rap, rups Raptors. How does Cal have the audacity to ask UK to pray for his dog after abysmal coaching tonight? <laughs> Shadow Man Four. Gold member. I'm sure he does have a gold member. <laughs> uh, I am done with Cal's excuses and his second-rate coaching. Is it possible we start a GoFundMe to help come up with some of the money to get his worthless ass out of here? <laughs> Cal is making UK look like the tin standard, certainly not the gold standard. Oh, how about that? Cal Town Cat like that and Nucci HTTP, big fan of that comment as well, from uh, our friends over at Message Board Geniuses. Wow. If, so he's listen. got, if, if Nucci uh, HTTP and Caltown Cat are back in Shadow Man 4 on there, uh, I'm sorry to Cal's pup. When when Shadow Man 4... A gold member. He's a gold member. When, 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 when Shadow Man 4 gets involved... Somebody, it, with a, somebody with a good tweet, by the way. They are cat fans after all. <laughs> That's a good. That's a very good tweet. But if Shadow Man Four is coming at you, you you better you better just get out of the way. Sorry to the dog, Shadow Man Four. He's having none of it. So thank you. Now I have to now I have to read this to Andy. I, I have to. I'm, I'm making sure I had this up on my computer screen. I, I read this earlier, Phil, and it it, it did tickle me. Uh, <laughs> the audacity to pray for his dog. Uh, let's let's take a break. On the other end, uh, Phil has Phil has something about Anna and I's embarrassment uh, the other day. Uh, there was apparently some maybe in a rummage sound. I need to hear Zach. Uh, that, is this about a, a dream. It's, this is not about a dream. I didn't know if rummage had a dream about you as well. Oh, about me? Well, I, I don't know. I'm just asking. Oh, I don't want about I don't Anna. Know. I didn't apparently, know if he was an equal opportunist. Apparently, they were listing off coaches that they that they think that Brom is better than, and 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 I have to hear this. Oh, uh, I, Jeff, I did yes, hear Jeff, some of this. Jeff Lightsey Jr., uh, he, he he let me know about this today, so I need to hear that. We'll do that and more on the roundtable. Hey, Sonic Troll, that's my place to go for security. If you have a security concern with your home or your business, call the best-rated security company in Kentucky. How do I know that? Over 355 star reviews on Google, right? There's people that Sancho's worked with gone to, on Google said, hey, this is the best. They're the best. We give them five stars. They're the best technicians. They'll help you install your system. They'll cater to your home or business. Then they'll help you service your system down the road if you need any help with that. Check them out. I had a dream that, About she, Anna? that she asked <laughs> me get to... get in line and take a number. No, I did. I did. I had... The dream last night. He said the dream. <laughs> she, well, Martin. <laughs> I mean, she's not ugly. Okay. Uh, I had a dream. For some reason, I had a dream last night that she asked me to marry her. And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> it was like this weird. I'm like, where did that come from? I'm going to marry an Italian woman in my dreams. Yeah. I mean, Anna's awesome. I, I really enjoy it. Eat some living. eggplant parmesan. You'll be dreaming of me next. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Right as I go. Look. Hey, me, man, that eggplant parmesan hey. that your dad cooks is awesome. I go Thank in. Thank you. Yeah. My, no, my awesome. next dream. I'm I'll gonna, pass that along. You'll appreciate I'm gonna that. I'm going to go into. We're going to be. Me and Anna's going to be getting married. I'm going to go in to give her the marriage kiss, and it's going to be Nick. <laughs> God. How you doing? Dang it. <laughs> gotcha. No, I, hey, I, do, I do really like her. Uh, together. You're listening to the Round Table with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Strebel. 
Thank you, Steve Rummage. I appreciate that. See, we listen to each other's shows around here on uh, in the ESPN Louisville. Thank you very much. Good stuff there. Thank you, Steve Rummage. 437-968 UPS Jobs. Text line Kentucky Basketball host Tennessee on Saturday night. Hoping to bounce back. Join Big Mike Gandolfo, Jason the Cat Ents, and Zachy Maga Cantrell at 10.30 p.m. for the Kentucky Fish and Lockwell. I just picture Jason Ents like on the set of the movie Cats. <laughs> yes, like yes. painted like that, like the Jaguars guy in Memories. London. In the corner of my mind. That movie terrifies me. Whenever it pops up on Netflix and it's just like trying to... I just, oh, I no, just, I just no shoot it in your read. I'm sorry. No, but you're yes, good. It's okay. When you said Ince the Cat, that's... <laughs> Jason the Cat Ince. Uh, make sure to go online and register for the 2024 Elk Draw today on the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife website. So do that. I, I just... No, that, that, that might be... You know what I always enjoy watching from time to time? What is that? Uh, Ricky Gervais. Huh. He he did. Zach knows where I'm going with this. He hosted the Golden Globes a few years ago. It was before right. COVID I remember for, that. The, for the last time. In his opening monologue, it's about nine minutes. It's the greatest opening monologue to anything ever, where he just like calls out everybody in the audience for being like pompous ass celebrities. He he makes an Epstein joke. Uh, he's like, he's your friend, not mine. Why are you so mad? And he keeps saying over and over again, I don't care. This is my last time. I don't care about you people. And he and like he just went on a rant about cats for <laughs> for about three minutes because it's, it's the year that came, yeah, cats it, it came, came out. out that year. It's so it's, bizarre. It's magical. Oh, I, yeah. It's, it's, it's been years magical. since I've seen it, but no, that's that's interesting. I, I need to go back and watch that as a refresher. It's, it's, it's I watched it, I think, on, uh, I think I watched it Saturday night, and, you know, I'm sitting there. You, and, like, this past Saturday night yeah, you watched yeah. Cats? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no not Cats. The, oh, the, the oh, monologue. I was going to say, okay. No, I've was, never seen it. I refuse to watch that movie. Okay, I, I, I We can be friends then. I, I love Idris. What hurts me the most about that movie is I love Idris Elba. Oh, same here. He's a here. great actor. He was fantastic in The Wire. He was hilarious as Charles on The Office. He, you know, he was, he was uh, in that, that movie Beasts of No Nation. He's in next, so many movies. He's, he's yeah, a great he's actor. Thor, the Thor movies. Thor movies. Yes. He's, fate has, he's in that movie. Who's in there? I just Elba. Oh, oh, I thought you said somebody else was. Okay, no, I just yeah, Elba's yeah. in that cast movie, and it, it, hurt, it hurts me. Was he licking himself? I don't... <laughs> By the way, I just saw this on TMZ. Uh, so, Britney Spears slams Timberlake over apology. Gonna cry to mom again? Did you see this? I thought no, of your No, what, ha- what yeah, happened? Yeah, so TMZ's putting this out there before I dive into uh, taking you and Anna to task yeah, so a we're little gonna, bit. we're gonna do that, and then there's some sound I want to play from Rummage and Mabin that actually it's more for Zach than it is for me Okay, you. yeah, we, we get heard Zach it. mad. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, Britney Spears is coming after Justin Timberlake for taking back his apology to her from a few years ago, and she's going even further further uh to back to slam him i'm sorry and his skills on the court the pop star just posted skills a f- on the court yeah so like the pop star, basketball court? yeah the, so the, oh, okay the, uh the pop star posted a photo of a basketball hoop with the moon <laughs> in the background that looks like a ball going through the hoop it's a cool shot but her caption is even more telling because she kind of goes scorched earth on her ex after this little stunt last night so she writes someone told me someone was talking bleep about me on the streets. Do you want me streets. to bring? Do you want to bring it to the court again, or you go home crying to mom like you did last time? Whoa! Oh, I see it. Here it is. Wow! Look at that right there on Instagram. Oh, that is, How that, about look, that? That's that is a well, cool we picture. Know, we know that was an easy uh, search for you because it's oh, probably boy, in your yeah, recent pops right, right up. I mean, uh, it, look at. Whoa! I mean, so of course she's this. referring to Justin Timberlake issuing a non-apology. How about in front that, of- Phil? Shout out to that. Yeah. Oh, well, she's well, dancing. Well, that's, dancing that's, a, that's a video right yeah. there. Oh, kind of scary right there, too. Yeah, huh? she, she posts it's on not these odd... It's 98 Britney Spears. That's Dude, kind of like she's... the years haven't been kind to you, Britney she, Spears. She, she's also posted these pictures of like... I don't know what the, the knives like, in the well, sunroom scared that me. was and then she has like this like this like cartoon rabbit reading a book and then like these cartoon mice like hanging out in like a like a Victorian home I, I, I it's all over the place. I'm, I'm a Britney Spears fan uh give her a follow stuff. on Instagram yo trust me I, I got a buddy in a group <laughs> chat that sends me your photos all the time uh, everybody talks about how NFL players brains need to be studied sometimes hers after that. does hers does yes, as well yes. I agree with that all right so before we get to this this sound that's going to get Zach Cantrell going on a rant I just gave him a little bit of a preview Ooh. and he already got mad so I, I can't wait for this I want to give him some time on the back end here to react yes. to this all right so so what so why do you need to take Anna and I to task it's what, not what necessarily taking 
get the task. Uh, I, I heard the discussion the other day when, you, it, and it was valid points. And I heard Innocent and Biscuit, and I think Tyler Griever say the same thing about the Chris Beard conversation. Yeah, okay. And, and this is anybody with baggage, and I know not all baggage is the same. Right. But it was an interesting conversation. It's like, why would you all lean into more baggage? Aren't you tired? Aren't you fatigued? Let me ask you a question, and this is, can go to Anna too next time she's on. Okay, too. I'll ask her on Tuesday. Is there anything? Because you had the nice guy, Scott Satterfield, who was mocked for the L's down when mm. nice guy gave everyone, well, not me, but a bourbon bottle <laughs> or uh, me, uh, uh, Angels Envy bottles <laughs> around here. Yeah. And, 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 nice guy. Ball nice guy. Yeah. All chucks and everything. KP has got a heel, got a things like that. And how bad? And you've laughed n- over and over again <laughs> at that. Yes. Is there anything if they got the create a player on 2K, create a coach? Yeah. That would be. In the 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 blessing of James Striebel or Anna Tarillo, that would be, and I understand the fatigue vomit of not throwing. If you could get the same results from somebody else who doesn't have the baggage, and I understand sure. not all the baggage is the same, like the Will Wade baggage and the alleged Chris Beard baggage, very, very different, very, very different. Yes, but at, at what point it's like the damage is done, in my opinion, for the Louisville perception. Like sure, it's going to take twenty to thirty years of just nothing to where <laughs> like Louisville's not viewed in that lens anymore. There's nothing you can yes. do. Yeah, yeah. There's a- so, again, I, I've said over and over again, and this is where I'm glad Ty brought it up, where yes. if it's like kind of the next coach, if it's somebody off there, like I'm I'm sitting back and I'm shutting up. Like it's yeah. – we, we've had the prearranged marriages. We've had the – the Rick Pitino to a certain extent, and Tom George came out and said uh, he called a shot with that. It was like, oh, who's Ponytail Larry that was at Colorado <laughs> State? Uh, yeah. With the other guy. Uh, uh, Larry Eustace. Uh, Larry Eustace. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Larry Eustace. So, exactly. He does have a ponytail yeah, now, which, which awesome. threw me off. Yeah. Uh, but that seemed like – George called a shot with that. The other one seemed like Chris Mack. It was a prearranged marriage. It was like, his wife's from here and everything with that. Yeah, Kenny and Payne, they did like no search with that. It, it was Chris Mack all the and way. And that's what led to some of the former players being upset that KP wasn't given a shot for right. some of those things. And then it felt like, although he needed to be convinced, it felt like it was the odds on favorite Kenny Payne for that. Oh, they, they hired the search firm, but... How much of the user search Jeff, term? <laughs> and I said this with Grossman on his uh, Floyd Street's podcast, and we, we've said it a lot, that Jeff Greer said a lot of times when he was doing radio, mm-hmm. and he was close to it, that it was... A mid-major coach, mm. KP, or Greg Gar, And people scoffed at the Greg Gar conversation. Because, like, Greg Gar, Greg Gar, I mean, he wins, though. I mean, yeah. Number six in the country yeah, right now yeah, with the exactly. showdown with Purdue. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm sitting back this go-around. And if it's somebody, everybody said, oh, it's got to be a big name. And that's why I was very happy Ty said it doesn't have to. Yeah. Baggage or not, like... I understand people's reservations to that. And I'm, this isn't a beer discussion. It's, it, you can say Kelvin Sampson. You could say Will sure. Wade. Anybody that Bruce Pearl, which I think a lot of guys are parlaying this into bigger deals, and it's going to be a dose of reality of like where the pecking oh, sure. order. Well, it happened with Chris. It happened with, uh, with Bruce Pearl. Yeah. I mean, he got the lifetime contract so, at Auburn. So whenever I hear names that are brought up, I color be a little cynical from just guys that are parlaying <laughs> this for their agents being. So that's sure. why Eric Crawford's tweet of just saying guys that you're not hearing about. To be on the lookout for. So then you start looking at top 25. But there's nothing in the eye, in my eyes that Louisville could do if it's baggage, non-baggage, or it's just an altar boy. Sure. That is going to change you or the the outside folks of making fun of Louisville sure. basketball because the damage is done. No, I, I, that's a good point by you. But it, it, to me, that was more of Anna's take than my take. My, right. My, yeah, yeah. I understand the divisiveness. That, of, that, he's not even interviewed yet. Exactly. That, that's, that's, the, that's the... You're right. And... Look, if they if they hire Chris Beard, and we'll just use him which, as an example. Which I don't think they are. That's, I, think they are I, yeah. I, I haven't come out and said that. I, I think it would probably get you I results. I wouldn't say anything. Like if they, let's take Will Wade. Let's, let's remove right. Chris Beard. Let's say Will Wade. They hired Will Wade. I would applaud it as a good hire. I wouldn't make fun of him. I, personally, I would not. And here's why. You got to hit that was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> no, here's, here's why. Because <laughs> that was a lie. Will, Will Wade... Wouldn't do anything different than Bruce Pearl was doing. Wasn't doing anything different than Bill Self was doing. And those guys got off scot-free. No, I Why agree. they picked on Will Wade, I don't know. I think Will Wade's a hell of a coach. Look what he's doing at Coppin State. He's a good coach. McKenzie? Or the, what... What, what, what is he? What, what are you talking about? Is it about? not Coppin State? Where's he at? Is McNeese it, State. McNeese yeah, State. McKenzie I want to say Coppin State. McNeese State. Yeah. But, uh, no, like, he, did he move again? No, he's doing, he's doing a phenomenal job. And for me, like... I. The baggage stuff is something I can get over. I think it's something that most people get over. And baggage is, is what it is. Now, again, all baggage isn't created equally. Right. I completely I, it, agree For with me, that. it was the – and look, Ty brought it up too. His dad, Jay Spa, and Mark Blankenbaker have put out multiple uh, tweets with the poll on it about – save that, Justin – about, you know, here's four coaches – which one do you – oh, there he is. Which one – there's Justin so far. Which one do you 
prefer. And Chris Beard's won by a large margin on on, on all of them. And, and, and I understand like why the people just see the wins and, and all this stuff. Like, take that out of it. It, it's more so these, I don't want Josh Hurd to listen to Sports Talk Radio. I don't no. want him to listen to donors, Fans. former players. Right. I, you know what he needs to say? We tried it your way. We tried listening to the former players. Right. We tried listening to outside noise of the pre-arranged Bears and, and going the route of the national coach of the year, Chris Mack, coming off an Elite Eight. We're going to shake it up a little bit different and try this way. But if he arrives at somebody, again, not all baggage the same, can't reset that enough. Mm-hmm. If you arrive at somewhere and he's done his due diligence and things like that, I mean, yeah, I, I'm just going to kind of sit back and be like, this is his hire and he can do it. People may not like it, but if it's a non-sexy name, like I, we always joke in our chat about like the Indiana State Josh Shirts. 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 Boy. Me and, me and Gross. <laughs> what, are you okay? What, no, what happened to I'm your just throat? getting really into it. <laughs> God, that's well done. I knew that was going to be bad when that happened. Yeah, yeah. I knew that was going to be bad. But when but with, I'm just going to sit back and say, <laughs> heard you make your you make your own choice. If it, if it rise on an Indiana State uh, Indiana State's coach, which kind of seems like this hipster pick, like the new Steve. Yeah, Forbes, he is. Yeah, he where everyone's like is, flying yes. under the radar. The next Kellen DeBoer. Like, yeah. just, people are going to. Um, be upset at first, mm-hmm. and then if it's the next basketball Benny coach out there, you'll live with it. it, yeah. it but I understand what you all were saying with the, the baggage, and it's already very divisive. Okay, that's fine, but the damage is done. Like The perception of Louisville basketball... It's, it can, it, it's going to take longer I, to repair than I just one hire. Right. Yeah. I understand Lottie and company, like they've worked very hard from the PR standpoint sure. over there to try to get it back. But if you get somebody outside this market in the fishbowl that's here, I asked Jack Grossman all about it. I was like, what's the perception of Louisville basketball from your new friends in Atlanta? In Atlanta, yeah. Everything that you make fun of. Yes. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. And, and I yeah. hate that. I, I truly do, but... You can either try and repair that, and I, I don't think you can for a while, or just say, yeah, we are who we are. Yeah, I, you know what's funny when you said that? I just Immediately that popped in my head was, was, was the, 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 the land of Mark Blankenbaker lives in, where the national procession of Louisville is juggernaut, respected, they're the best at everything, the classiest of the classy and everything, and it's like the reality of it of, like, that. yeah, that's really what people outside think. And I, I think that's, and like you said, but how many times has Louisville leaned into the we're rogue? No, they we're the bad boys. They, they haven't. No, no, the fans have. There no, were, fa- there no the, fans the, have. But the, I was the, the yeah, university right. self. No, no, no. no. Right. I'm talking about the fans. Right. Though no, okay, there have yes. been fans that have have leaned into it, it's like, well, we're, if we're going to be U six, then we're going to be U six. It's like, okay, where has that gotten you? Where's that got you? You're still losing. Yeah, you're no, still I, losing. So, so you want to be the bad? It didn't work. The it didn't work the one, one way. Where you had the Hall of Fame coach that ended a disaster. It didn't work with the surefire guy, Miss uh, Chris Beck. That ended a disaster. It didn't work with Kitty Payne. Is the uh, nice you know, guy, but nice losing guy, but, at historical. You know, yeah, yeah, that, that didn't work. So like leaning into the bad, none of that's worked. And that's right. I'm all. That's why I heard. said when I was talking to Keith Pointer and in, in, in Ty Spalding about this on Twitter, it feels like it's endemic now. Like this is this this is just what it is, and I and I understand what your point is. One hire is not going to fix it all. Where everyone's like, "Oh wow, Louisville's cleaned it up," but Chris Beard sure ain't going to help it. Oh no, I agree with you. It, it, it's a and this isn't. I can't say it enough. It's not about just Chris sure, Beard. It's, it's not. anybody. Yes. That if Josh Hurd's arrives, Will Wade wouldn't a, help it either. Right. If Josh Hurd arrives at a a point where he's done his due diligence. And it's Kelvin Sampson. That would be my dream hire. Hell, I don't think he's going to leave. And sorry, right. Bob, I'm not trying to be an ageist. I know he's a little bit older. But uh, it, 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 I go back to if that's where he arrives. Because he's tried it the, all the other ways with the pre range. Sure. Well, I guess he didn't make the Mac hire. That was tirade. But the KP donors, former players listening to that, had his hand guided a little bit from my understanding. Okay, now we're going to try it my way. And I'm not going to listen to anybody and maybe his small, very small circle if they arrive at – that conclusion of that's who it needs to be? Okay, then that's it. Yeah. And just not we, – we've tried it other ways. Yes. Let's try it Josh Hurd's way this go-around. No, I, I think that's what fans need to do. I think fans need to understand that this – you know, the first time around, he may have done the – he may have done made the hire under duress. Well, as an interim. As an interim, you know. And he he, he didn't know if he's going to get the job. And like you said, he had all these guys in his ear, like, hey, you need to hire KP. He didn't get a fair shake and da 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 Jeff Brom, he hit another park with Jeff Brom. This needs to be his legacy hire. Whatever this basketball coach is, this is going to be what Josh Hurd's tied to, much like the way Mitch Barnhart was tied to John Calipari. I agree. He was there, and it was like 325 on like a Saturday afternoon. And it's like, I got to go to this. So I I bet I go there and buy her cookbook, whatever it is, and meet Kelly Kapowski, and she may put out 
<laughs> she may have put out. Whoa! If only. If only. If now, do you the, real quick question? Then Zach, we'll get to the sound later at four thirty because I, I want I want your full reaction on this. Is there like do you and your wife have like a um, hall pass? Hall pass, get out of jail free card person. Uh, that's a good question. She knew for a while Jessica Beal. Um, yeah, that's a good yeah, one that, that's a good yeah, one. That's uh, a good Kelly one. Kapowski still. Yeah, uh, Topanga, Danielle Lawrence. Who, um, that's a good question for her though. Uh, yeah, do we, oh, it, surely it's not that long. <laughs> the Phil Baker's greatest hits. Thank you. <laughs> not the day of Kelly Kapowski. Yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully it was. Yes. <laughs> that's a good question. I have to ask. Yeah, that. That's, I, I know. Yeah. For, I know. For you know, years past, maybe somebody, maybe there, somebody, yeah, somebody out there is like, well, I think it could go ten, twelve, maybe more deep. <laughs> Damn, Diener. It's on my right side. It's either in my throat or in my ear. My guess is it's in my ear. It's, it's lingering down, down towards my throat, but I don't really know. It's all connected. And when you get one of those, man, sometimes it's so hard to get you know on the right side of it. Blank's a star, man. He is a star. I mean, I mean that it also. T- he like, is a star. You, you think Drew's going to steal this out, and then Blank just... and then Blank barges in, and he and it, well, I used to do that to Andy Sweeney all the time. He he would he would get mad at me because he'd 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 say something smart and funny, and then I'd barge in and I'd say something clownish, and it would actually it would beat out Andy's smart take. What and did it, it taste like? It was it was like milky oil. <laughs> Ooh, 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 milky oil. By the way, before I get out of here, do you see yes. some of the Louisville contingency that went up to Xavier last night? Yes, yeah, because Patino was there. Yeah, the bullet, Cooper, the pass. Oh, the bullet was there. Elijah just no looking great, way. looking like a swimsuit. Now, model. Is, isn't he still? Is he? He coaches in like Eastern Kentucky. I thought. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, because he he transferred Pikeville? to like he, he, tra- he transferred to Pikeville. I think he's the coach there now. Man. I think a lot of our fans are. <laughs> They're they're wanting for they're wanting Kitty Payne to get killed. Whoa! God, Jesus! <laughs> I, I think you meant on the court. On the court. Well, Phil Baker, appreciate the time. We'll get Andy Sweeney on here. Ask him about James right. Black. <laughs> Play that again, Justin. Oh, all right. Whoa! <laughs> That's that bl- Oh, <laughs> Tang might be. Oh no, 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 no. He's not happy. Tang's not the happy. President. Yes. What are you doing? You're doing something. No, I'm listening. I'm just trying to follow. Uh, <laughs> okay. Just trying to follow. No, I- Another example of Blank still in the spotlight. All right. On the other end, we'll have Andy Sweeney on the show. Uh, 502 hip, 812 hip. Great places to go. As I was saying earlier, uh, when I was watching that uh, Ricky Gervais video, I was enjoying a little 502 hip, 812 hip product. Feeling good. uh, Feeling great at the end of the night. Uh, Check them out over in Louisville in the Douglas Hills location and over in my side of town in Indiana, Clarksville, Indiana, off of the Lewis and Clark Parkway, right by the Kroger Court Physical Therapy sitting right there too. You hear plenty about them here on our airwaves. Check them out right now. D.D. Taylor and company, they've got you covered. It's all safe. It's all legal. It's all organic. 502hemp.com, 812hemp.com. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.